0: remoteness from the Australian East Coast can be both a blessing and a curse for somebody whose job it is to get organisations to travel across the country to meet in Western Australia. But as CEO of Business Events Perth, Gareth Martin says the upside is that Perth is closer to Asia and also in the same time zone as 60% of the world's population. He told Graham Kemlow how well the city had recovered from the pandemic and how important Rottnest Island's furry ambassadors, the Quokkas, are to both leisure and business visitors. Gareth, where would you say Perth is at the moment as far as a sort of a post-COVID recovery is concerned?
1: Hi, Graeme. Uh, lovely to speak with you today. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Perth and Western Australia has rebounded very strongly uh, post-COVID. We're almost back to, I would say, um, equal of what we we're experiencing uh, in sort of 2019 pre-COVID in terms of visitation to the state, travel across the state, and indeed in terms of airline access um, into Western Australia, uh, in some cases with new opportunities. Uh, right. Western Australia recently announced uh, direct flights to France um, with Qantas uh, beginning in July next year, which align to the Olympic Games.
0: Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a good move.
1: Yeah, and Perth's the only destination in Australia that has continental European access via, obviously, that service, and then Rome, and then obviously into the UK direct.
0: Yeah, you uh, mean well. non-stop? That's right. Europe. Yeah, I, I guess most of the other states are going to go via Asia, aren't they?
1: They would, or the or Middle, the Middle East. East. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. Oh well, that's a and great. We certainly have that access to.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a great point of difference for for you to to uh, to promote. Do you do you measure your results as an organisation based on the number of meetings or the number of delegates or some sort of value for um, per delegate or something how do you how do you measure how you're performing? Uh,
1: there are a range of uh, metrics in terms of our measurement of uh, work that occurs throughout the year but broadly the measure that might be the most common amongst the, the bureau in Australia for us, is direct delegate expenditure. Right. And in uh, the last financial year, we secured just over $320 million in future events to occur in Western Australia um, out to 2026,
0: actually. Okay. And and uh, the current year, you, you're on track, would you say?
1: Yeah, targets uh, jump up again from last year to this year, but already we're actually almost halfway to um, so what our target is for next year, our target next year is 335 million dollars okay. in expenditure, and we're just about halfway there already.
0: Fantastic. That's uh, well, that's great considering where we, you know. Even I know you weren't as hard hit as uh, perhaps we were in the in the east. We've got to stop whinging about that, I guess. But um, everybody did at least suffer it to some extent, didn't they?
1: Oh, hugely. I think. Uh, uh, massive hits to confidence in terms of uh, even meeting together, uh, people connecting together over a coffee, you know, just just wasn't possible on, mm. on some level for a certain period of time, but then also the future of the industry and when, where that may lay. But I think the experience that we understand well together is that people like to connect in person and those Innocuous occasions where you might bump into an old colleague or a new a new friend um, in a in a business event environment.
0: Absolutely, and uh, within the meetings sector, you've got meetings, incentives, conferences, conventions, and exhibitions. Are any of those your particular strong suit, or do you do a, a, a mix of them all?
1: I uh, certainly secure business events across the range of uh, activities, but really. The strong point for Western Australia is association events, both national and international association events, certainly by uh, direct delegate expenditure impact. If you talk volume, uh, Western Australia, with its near-Asia access to markets like Singapore and Malaysia, we secure many, many uh, smaller corporate incentive events uh, in terms of volume, but in terms of total delegate. Economic impact association events are by far the largest. They're in the Australia.
0: conventions that could be a thousand or more people. Yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, the average yeah ranges between 400 delegates and just over a thousand delegates, depending right. on which venue they're choosing in Western Australia. Large delegate numbers who come at a defined time of year, noting that they're going to have an annual meeting.
0: Or, or it goes yeah, it sort of or, sometimes it rotates around the states, doesn't it? That's
1: true, but we have found uh, in recent times, and probably an impact of COVID, is that there are certainly impacts around associations choosing to stage their future events. Uh, that may be that they want to engage more closely with membership and remain closer to headquarters. So there's, so there has been in some way a little bit of a lag effect that we've found with association events. Right. Um, certainly been strongly successful, but probably slower to rebound and. In association terms, post-COVID, really, uh, I guess, associations were booking their future events one or two years out because they had had to not hold an event. So they effectively forecast a future destination. So we're finding that we're bidding on events now out to 2030, 2031, oh,
0: okay.
1: uh, which is pushed a little bit further out than what we were experiencing pre-COVID. And certainly much more activity
0: as well. A short lead time business still around or is that uh, sort of resumed a, a more normal pattern of uh, booking?
1: Yeah, alternately, we found uh, sort of coming out of COVID, not really understanding where that business might lie. But if you're talking short term sort of corporate business, that rebounded very strongly last right. year right. Um, and stronger than we even thought it might do. We had no real understanding. I think it, it relates back to what I was saying before about the association side, corporate's hadn't pre-planned and booked their future next year destination and re- really were open um, to an open field of um, destinations to choose from. So we found a you know, really strong flexibility across corporate companies who were looking to reward their staff who'd worked hard through a really challenging period. Yes. Uh, so that's rebounded quite strongly.
0: Now, uh, in, in that acronym, MICE, which we don't sort of use uh, publicly, uh, well, our magazine does, but uh, we don't yeah. sort of use it really anymore, the the incentive segment is the area which I think resonates most with the leisure market, and, and funnily enough, people who visit destinations on incentive often return as leisure guests with the family. They're like the forward scouts. Um, mm. is that, does that happen in Perth? I imagine it does. I think we do find that, not just incentive
1: but also association side. I think right. Perth is a remote destination that many uh, people, isn't. it isn't the first destination to choose from a leisure perspective, but certainly coming here in a business context opens the possibilities to then uh, bringing um, family and inviting friends uh, as well. So right. we certainly find strong visitation post-event.
0: Right, okay. So um, just asking you, with your CEO hat on from Business Events Perth. Um, what issues are most important to you now, you know, putting COVID uh, t- into our past? Um, maybe what did you learn out of that experience that, that um, you need to work with industry on now to sort of meet their needs?
1: Yeah, I think we've all learned to be more flexible uh, across the board. So clients and certainly our membership and and I think I think those that show initiative and are open in terms of their engagement and transparent in how they work, I think trying to offer solutions and being part of a team focused process I think rewards great results ultimately, so uh-huh. not just that in person connection but really in the extension of that between the, the client and the supplier and uh, from and, and our um, circumstance as well. I think we all know that we need to work together, and then and with that, uh, open collaboration brings great reward.
0: Right. And what what do you think your greatest challenge is for 2024, Garrett? I think we, uh, from a
1: West Australian perspective, yeah. Broadly, there are you know increasing inflation challenges around the cost of airline access into mm. destinations, uh, which is felt. You know, across Australian destinations, getting international visitation into every city across Australia, but keenly for an Australian market, um, airline cost and access is a, is a very challenging um, aspect of um, Perth as a uh, destination domestically in the Australian market. Right. Um, we have, I don't know in terms of the interview, I better not. I won't go there.
0: <laughs> you don't have to get that specific. It was a pretty general sort of a question. I mean, just yeah. from what you've already said, is subvention, in other words, sort of funding to help uh, organisations who want to stage events to bring their people to Perth, is that something that you are considering or uh, need to do these days?
1: Yeah, certainly uh, subvention. We, we're, uh, business Events Perth is well supported by the West Australian Government through Tourism Western Australia. Uh, we have a strong funding base with which to um, offer funding support to clients looking at Western Australia, but beyond that, hosting client groups in, in large familiarisation tours, yeah. which was a new um, uh, activity for us last year in terms of a, a 27-person group that came to Western Australia, and we're going to uh, redo that again next year, Okay. as well as pushing that support on to our members and uh, one of our major shows that we attend every year is AIM in Melbourne and we specifically changed focus to try and um, offer some strong support to our members and last year had 20 members join us um, on our destination stand at AIM. It was AIM, a big
0: show was, last year for you, I noticed that. It
1: was and, and we have uh, doubling down and, and the same effort again this year and we've had a um, I think we're already up to 24 um, registered member partners joining us on the stand. And that, and we feel that, you know, we're a destination that's far away. and But if you bring diverse products to a show like AIM, you offer an opportunity for event organisers who are looking for unique destinations and you've got beautiful, uh, diverse products to display on offer to them uh, at a, an important show like AIM. So I think we use funding in our context to try and support a, a range of different activities that will drive... Uh, potential visitation into the state and interest for Western Australia.
0: Mm. Perth's done fabulously well, or maybe more specifically, Rotnest Island has done fantastically well with this furry little quacker. Mm-hmm. That works for business people too, doesn't it?
1: It does. It's a it's a destination that's not far from Perth, only 25 minutes from Fremantle. So it certainly is opportunity to add on to the end of a conference in terms of visitation. But it also has facilities on the island that allow it um, to host sort of smaller. Uh, events as well uh, and it's it, honestly it's, it's the Perth playground it's where we go for a, a bit of a re- rest and uh, relaxation from our perspective as well it's a well um, well visited spot from well, locals out.
0: it was a secret for a long time I reckon
1: oh but that's right you can out. find yeah you can find a beautiful part of the island that's untouched anywhere you go because it's yeah. there's no cars it's easy to get around
0: you've got to be on a bicycle to uh, move any faster than walking pace You do, yeah. So, Gareth, just finally, what what do you believe your greatest opportunity is for 2024 and beyond? I
1: think Perth remains an enticing, undiscovered destination for uh, business event organisers looking for something unique and different uh, for their clients. And we certainly, there's a team Western Australia perspective here where across the board we we collaborate together to try and ensure that those who are organising events in Western Australia have a wonderful experience, both in terms of the organising the event, staging the event, but also the delegates that come here and, and therefore maybe want to return as uh, visitors, leisure visitors in the future.
0: Right. And, and uh, what would be the largest event that you'd happily uh, stage in uh, WA as far as a business event is concerned?
1: The largest event we've secured previously is a very large LNG event, which was upwards of 8,000 delegates, right. uh, which is enormous in our context. Uh we are in the throes of bidding for s- s- several significant events in the 4,000 to 5,000 delegate range. Okay. But the common thing for us is much more in the 400 to over 1,000 delegate um, right. range. And if I can talk to a couple, we've recently announced yeah. that um, Perth was successful in securing Roots Asia, which is coming in 2025, which is over 1,000 delegates, and it, it – uh, Talks to international route access, airline access into destinations, and um, that'll be a. Was so that a key. an
0: airports conference?
1: It is an era? airports conference. That's right. right. Yeah, okay. that's a key key. We align our activities strongly aligned to the Western Australian government's diversify WA um, focus, which is trying to diversify the Western Australian economy based on the sectors that are predominant in the, the state and those that the government would like to grow and. Um, certainly tourism is one of those key sectors and aviation access is important, not just from a leisure visitation perspective, but also um, freight and cargo as well. Right. And then beyond that, we recently announced our work with Tourism Western Australia to secure the World Travel and Tourism Congress, uh, which is coming in October next year. And that's over a 1,000 delegates coming to the state, but really it's the key... Um, the key um, individuals that exist across the commercial uh, and private space and in um, tourism. Uh, the global CEOs of, of Marriott and uh, McCor and um, Hilton and um, all global. So the hotel as brands? Well as,
0: so what about airlines and airlines?
1: Yeah, airlines and airports. Okay. Really, the the, the most influential um, key decision makers across the tourism yeah. industry will be coming to Perth next year, and we secured some support to secure that event via Business Events Australia's bid fund, as well as working with Tourism Western Australia as well.
0: well. What month's that, Gareth?
1: In October next year.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, it sounds like Perth's really firing.
1: Yeah, it's 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 going great, and thank you for your interest, Graham. It's wonderful to speak to you.
0: Yeah, well, we, uh, we, we love Perth, even though we're over here on the west, uh, yeah. on the east coast, but uh, <laughs> it's a great part of Australia. So uh, thank you very much for your time, Gareth. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Graham Kemlow there in conversation with Business Event Perth CEO, Gareth Martin. This is The Travel Rider Show on Air 88FM in Melbourne.